Well, hello there. Hello, uh, Heptagon Clubbers, uh, former Heptagon Clubbers, comedians with books, people. Basically, if you listen to a Paul Carenza podcast, formerly known as the Heptagon Club, then if you have stayed subscribed, well done you. Just on the off chance that something might appear. Well, here is that something. And it's actually a trailer for another podcast. But this entire meaning of being here is to try and redirect you to, to resubscribe to my other new podcast called The British Broadcasting Century. Because uh, this particular podcast channel, a Paul Carenza podcast, is, like me, pretty inactive at the moment. So I hope you're doing okay. Obviously, I speak to you in a time of, of, of international crisis, generally speaking. So I hope you're keeping your pecker up. I hope that your spirits are okay. And if they're not, that's okay too. Obviously, uh, we've all had those ups and those downs. And I hope that um, that if you're on an up at the moment, that the downs are few and far between. And if you're on a down at the moment, then maybe may the ups come soon. That's all I can say. It's, it's a tough and crazy time right now. Uh, so I'm using this lockdown. Obviously, my, uh, my comedy gigs of... of cancelled really uh, so I'm doing online shows on a Tuesday evening you're welcome to join me if you haven't already they're on YouTube live and uh, Facebook live and I'm sort of alternating between YouTube and Facebook every Tuesday because some people like one and some like the other so it's called PK's Uplift Live you're welcome to join me on a Tuesday uh, live eight o'clock and it's quite fun when it's live because we can be interactive we have some fun and games and general nonsense so yeah youtube.com uh, slash Paul Carenza TV slash live and every other week, then it's uh, facebook.com slash paul.carenza slash live. Uh, but no, I'm not here to talk about those. I'm here to talk about a podcast. That's the plan. Uh, I just wanted to present to you the trailer, OK? The trailer is also going to be posted on the podcast feed of the British Broadcasting Century, which is my new current kind of fascination I've had for a few years now on the history of broadcasting. And I'm trying to write a book about it. I'm trying to also write a TV a pilot script about it as well as a drama and I just thought why is there not a podcast about it it really came from the fascination that in the first uh, the first Christmas of the BBC in 1922 there were tens of thousands of listeners but only four employees and I kind of thought who were those four employees and what are their stories they must have tales to tell so I've been trying to delve into the archives the history books and find out exactly what they are so it's called the British Broadcasting Century the trailer will follow, and after the trailer, stick around. I thought for you loyal people, I better offer something extra as well. So after the trailer, we'll give you some exclusive clips and some other bits and pieces. But here's the trailer for the British Broadcasting Century. Hello, hello, this is Paul Carenza calling. Call sign 2PK, 2PK calling. This is London calling. This is 2PK calling. All right, there's no such call side. I've made it up. But what I've not made up is this, the amazing, largely unknown true tale of the origins of British broadcasting. Hello, my name's Paul Carenza. This is a trailer for my new podcast, The British Broadcasting Century, 100 years of the BBC radio and life as we know it. It's totally, I should add, unaffiliated with the BBC. I do need to stress that. This is just me speaking to you from a wardrobe. Now, I have worked for Auntie Beeb in the past, and I, I hope to again, but this is nothing to do with them. In fact, we'll be looking back a 100 years at what may look like a very different BBC. On February the 23rd, 2020, though, this year, just three months ago as I record this, I was presenting from the BBC Radio Sussex studios in Brighton. Just before the lockdown, this was, it was a time of elbow handshakes, if that helps to date it. I was cover presenting their Sunday breakfast show with, as usual, news, speech 
and music. Now, that day was the 100th anniversary of exactly that thing. Yep, the centenary of news, speech and music on British radio, which started on February the 23rd, 1920. And yet I googled, I searched on social media, I binged, I asked Jeeves. No one was talking about radio's big birthday. Admittedly, it is one of several big birthdays for radio. They eke it out a little bit. The 100th birthday of the BBC isn't until November 2022. The 100th birthday of Britain's first big professional radio broadcast isn't till, well, now, June 2020, as I record this. So I think that deserves a party, even if we are at the time of speaking mid-lockdown. It's the birthday of mass media as we know it. But like so many birthday parties at the moment, no one's turning up. Now, I've been obsessing about broadcasting history for a few years now, and I love the characters I'm going to bring you. The relationships that helped form the early BBC, the alliances, the jealousies. We'll get to know the war captain who became Britain's first entertainment DJ after a few too many gins at the pub. Are the signals OK? No, they're not. Wave your hand if it's all OK. No waves. No waves at all. We'll meet his rival, radio's first visionary, who raced him to become the first voice on the BBC. The night shall be filled with music, and the cares that infest... Ultimately, we'll meet the first director of talks, the former spy who shaped what we now know as Radio 4, while being in a gay affair with Virginia Woolf's poetic lover, soon after being hired by Lawrence of Arabia and Britain's first female MP. I mean, that is quite a CV, you have to admit. And, of course, John Reith, the stern director-general who brought his own moralism to the nation and who had a few secrets of his own in the cupboard that he called an office. I can't wait to bring them all to you. We'll hear a few clips along the way. There may be some jamming. There may be some oscillation. Whew! But hang on, CQ. We're just going to receive it now. Hang on. Oh, the hang on. Today is so obvious in America, where to be avoided Sit here. well back. We're going to have a crack from Antioch of the BBC. Now, I have timed this to fit with the next big anniversary. The first major professional radio entertainment test broadcast is June the 15th, 1920. It sent opera sensation Nellie Melba to the world. So if you are quick and are listening nice and swiftly to this, you could make sure that you catch the Melba episode which will be in about three episodes time, on June the 15th, 2020. So you've got to listen to these episodes quickly to enjoy that centenary when it happens. But first, we're going to meet Ditcham and Round, two pre-BBC pioneers in radio broadcasting, back when broadcast wasn't even a word, apart from how farmers scattered their seed. You know, broadcast, wide. But first, in episode one, we're going to get up to the end of 1919 via familiar names like Morse, not the inspector, Tesla, not the electric car or spaceship, Hertz, not the rental car or rental spaceship, if that's a thing, and above all, Marconi. So, subscribe to the British Broadcasting Century wherever you get your podcasts and do join me for the story building up to the BBC's launch. We're going to take about 10 episodes to get there, but they will be mercifully brief, just 15 or 20 minutes, because after all, that is how long the first episodes were. And if it was good enough for them, well, it's good enough for us. We'll also learn why programmes were 15 and then 30 minutes, why we have a licence fee, the radio times, the pips, the proms, they all have a reason and a story behind them. And I think it's a story worth telling. Throughout, I'll be seeking, though, to inform, educate 
and entertain those Rethian values still with us here in 2020. Do find us on Facebook and like our page there. It's the British Broadcasting Century. You can find us at facebook.com slash bbcentury. Also on Twitter at bbcentury and indeed subscribe to this podcast. And join me, Paul Carenza, for the British Broadcasting Century. 100 years of the BBC, radio and life as we know it. So that's the trailer. I uh, hope you are enthused or interested. And if you're not, if it's not your area, then that's okay. But I hope you'll go for it anyway, because I- I'm going to try and present it in such a way that it's um, it's a bluffer's guide. And I hope to lure a few people in who maybe they didn't think that the history of radio or the history of broadcasting was their thing. But it's a great story to tell. And um, and just go with it for a little while. See how uh, you find it. Do click subscribe. And if you're willing to as well, share it on your social media platforms. Maybe point people towards it because I'm a team of one. And Apple Podcasts and things like that, they do help you promote things if you get early listens early on so if people do share it it's listened to more and then apple might feature it on their new and noteworthy and upcoming podcast so it'd be really really helpful if you are willing to uh give us a like and you can also find the facebook page as well facebook.com slash bb century and on twitter at bb century as well now i did promise you extra things so firstly have an exclusive clip or two from future episodes of the british broadcasting century that are not out yet so here they be. Listen to this, Kemp. Take the headphone. Can you hear anything? The letter S. Distinctly, Mr. Marconi. Hackett, Hackett, come here and listen. So here's an article. This is from this beautiful Harbat book, the BBC Yearbook 1930. An article called The Future of Entertainment. Stage, Screen, Wireless, Television. Here's a paragraph from it. It is as yet too early to speak in detail of the probable effect of television on entertainment. It is possible that the time may come when, without leaving his armchair, a man may be a seeing and hearing member of the audience in any playhouse, cinema or concert hall throughout the world. If this power is ever brought to mechanical perfection, there is little reason, except the desire to be gregarious, that anyone but a few should go in person to any place of entertainment again. From which it follows that, for want of a local audience, theatres, cinemas and concert halls may be closed down and all entertainment may be concentrated in studios supported by an international organisation of televisionists. It's interesting to read that in the light of the modern era, especially amid a lockdown when, as I speak to you, theatres and the like are currently closed and just toying with reopening those who can. There is still that need, that urge to meet up, isn't there? So there you have it. Those clips will come up in future episodes of the British Broadcasting Century, to which I hope you will be subscribing uh, shortly. Uh, one last uh, rarity, let me include it. I wouldn't call it exclusive as such because um, it's it's a little bit weird. But um, I'm a bit getting a bit of an obsessive, of course, with audio. And if I'm honest, the the microphone quality I was using are meant to be a very fancy pants microphone for uh, the new podcast and I've been less than impressed by everyone so episode one I might be changing the microphone for episode two so get, go with the sound quality of that one so I've got this other microphone it's actually cheaper uh, so I don't know do you, if this microphone sounds better I like the sound of this one but not only that you might be aware that now we're all recording from home on all of our things because of lockdown lots of people who record audio we're finding weird nooks of the house to find the best acoustics so i've been trying to do that for the last 10 minutes or so before speaking to you now and i thought it'd be fun to include a little taster of the different sound qualities for the audio geeks as to how my voice sounds with the same microphone in different parts of the room now so you're going to hear me in a wardrobe 
which is where I speak to you now from, but also under a duvet. That's very popular with people who want the best acoustics and also just in the room at large, which we'll start with now. Okay, this is the sound quality in the room as normal. This is the sound of me in the wardrobe, and uh, this is me in the wardrobe, but now with uh, trousers over my head. So I don't know if that makes a difference at all. Now moving out the wardrobe. And this is the sound of me under a duvet. This is the under duvet sound. So if you're, I'm under the duvet, it sounds a bit like this. And if I put my hand in front of the microphone, this is the potentially unpopping sound of Paul Carenza with the hand in front of the microphone. This is the sound of Paul Carenza popping without the microphone uh, hand kind of thing going on. So there you go, a little acoustic tour of bits of my house as I try and find the best place to record a podcast. Well, that's the end of this one. Just a short one, really, to point you towards the British Broadcasting Century with me, Paul Carenza, uh, because this podcast channel will be going dormant again for a while now. The fun will be happening over there. So you will need to resubscribe to get the new podcast, and I hope that you will. Maybe even a share, a rate, a review once you've heard one or two episodes. That would really, really help us early on. I thank you for it. So, pip pip for now. Oh, the pips. Oh, yes, we'll get to those all in good time. Take care. I wish you well. God bless you. And I hope that in the ensuing weeks, months, days, no, days are meant to come first, aren't they? Days, weeks, months, and indeed years, uh, that it all kind of... um, well, let's, let's just make things better, shall we? That would be a nice, a nice place to go. So uh, wishing you well, and uh, we'll see you over on the British Broadcasting Century.